0: We did to come to live on a Saturday, March 12th, 2022, from Burbank, California.
1: Good evening, folks. How are you, my love? I am fantastic.
0: We got a full day today. We did. We got to meet one of our friends that often visits on the show, Susan Mendez. It's was it was awesome. so
1: fun. Nice. Uh, I love meeting Facebook friends in person.
0: Yeah, so we got to go to a studio of a friend of hers and do you
1: know, some dreams. Of- things
0: we might we might want to do there.
1: Yeah, it was a really cool space. In, uh, Paris, California? Paris,
0: California. <laughs> I don't know why I was forgetting the name, but it was awesome. Hey, uh, any of you have any comments about anything we're talking about, whether it's our little, you know, bantering back and forth or the scripture or the devotional, please write in the comments and, uh, and maybe even just say hi. That'd be awesome. I'm going to drop down this one a little bit. I don't know what that music is. <laughs> Does that yeah, a little jazzy?
1: Yeah, I was wondering <laughs> w- what uh, if that was the one we normally... I think it's night driving we usually oh, like. I know, I couldn't which when we wanted.
0: Hey, go to CaliforniaParentAlliance.org, which is right here, Sorry, wrong hand, and make sure and subscribe for the newsletter. That way you can find out what's happening here in California about how we are working to make things much, much better in our schools. Education has just gone down, gone down the drain. We need to fix it tomorrow. Or not tomorrow, Monday. Will be the first day here in Placentia Belinda School District where
1: Maskless. the kids
0: don't get have to wear masks. Woo! They get a choice party. So we fell,
1: but think about it this way, folks. America, we have a choice. Wow, novel
0: concept. I know the choice. Yeah. See so who's commenting? We have Peggy. Hey, hey Peggy Marie Hartman. How are you? Nice to see you. There we go. I missed the, the click. All right, we're reading from Smith Wergles Wergles <laughs> That Mexican food's getting too. Um, uh, Smith Wigglesworth devotional mm-hmm. for March 12th. The title is Energized by the Spirit. The reference is Acts four thirty-one. It says, when they had prayed, they, the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. The scripture reading for today, which we'll be reading in just a few minutes, is Ephesians 3, 14 through 21. Smith says in this devotional, It is a necessity for every one of us to be filled with God. It is not sufficient to have just a touch or to be filled with just a desire. Only one thing will meet the needs of the people, and that is for you to be immersed in the life of God. This means that God takes you and fills you with his spirit until you live right in God. He does this so that whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, it may be all to the glory of God. In that place, you will find that all your strength and all your mind and all your soul are filled with a zeal, not only for worship, but also for proclamation. This proclamation is accompanied by all the power of God, which must move satanic power and disturb the world. Wow. The reason the world is not seeing Jesus is that Christian people are not filled with Jesus. They are satisfied with attending meetings weekly, reading the Bible occasionally, and praying sometimes. Beloved, if God lays hold of you by the Spirit, you will find that there is an end of everything and a beginning in God. Your whole body will become seasoned with a divine likeness of God. He will not only begin to use you, but also take you in hand so that you might be a vessel for honor. Our lives are not to be lived for ourselves, for if we live for ourselves, we will die. But if by the Spirit we put to death the deeds of the body, we will live. He who lives in the Spirit is subject to the powers of God, but he who lives for himself will die. The man who lives in the Spirit lives a life of freedom, joy, blessing, and service, a life that brings blessing to others. God wants us. God wants us see. Wants us to see. to see. Sorry, it's a typo. God wants us to see that we must live in the spirit. The thought for today: Jesus came to bring back to us what was for, forfeited in the garden. I love this. <laughs> I could <can> tell.
1: <gasps> yes. Hi, Jan. Jan said she missed us. Oh. That's nice.
0: We missed you too she
1: noticed yes. we were gone yeah
0: i was in portland and i needed jesus more than ever <laughs> in portland <laughs> and peggy says i'm in um anyway you were jumping at this one even in yes. the first reading Yeah. even
1: because i am experiencing this a little bit as mm-hmm. as our friends may remember uh there's a challenge that came into our lives and i fell on my face to to the lord and i was crying in repentance and my god what are you doing and he just so many things he spoke to me but the gist of it is this living for ourselves we die if we live for ourselves we will die and if we live for the spirit we put the deeds of the body to death, we will live and we'll experience joy and renewal and blessing. And that's exactly what he's showing me. I'd forgotten because I had experienced that when I first came to Christ. And it's just this, it's this formula that's very hard to accept, but he swears by it. It's his word that, Um, seek first the kingdom, the rest will be added unto you. And that's literally in everything. I was, I was telling Andy that my daughter, (laughs) when she found out we were going to church tonight, was like, again, it's literally my fourth version of church this week. Not to mention the final one being tomorrow, which is five, but it is. And I feel rejuvenated by the experience. I, my outlook on life has shifted. It's being energized by the, by the spirit. It's counterintuitive, our mind. The enemy tells us, oh, that's so much work. It's exhausting. Oh, you don't really want to do that. you know." And, I, and it's just like you just get lazy, you get heedless. You get, it reminds me in a, where I'm studying Ezekiel and God talks about the fat cows and the skinny cows. And you feel like a fat cow where you're just kind of uh, just a consumer, just consuming. Like you can go to church and just consume. And you live at home and you consume the Lord's blessings, but you're not a blessing to others. You're not living where, I remember this one pastor who said, and it stuck in my head where he said, you should be so filled with the spirit that wherever you go, the energy in a room shifts when you walk in. Mm -hmm. Like, not only should you have a discernment about where you are and what you're affecting and who needs prayer and why the Lord brought you to this space, but that everybody else around you should feel it. The problem with Christians is that not enough people are filled with Jesus. Because if we all walked into a room that way, the world would shift. Every single one of uh, the spaces we walk into would shift. And by that, our cities would shift, our towns would shift, our states would shift, the country would shift. Because we bring Jesus with us when we're in the spirit. Mm -hmm. We see the world through God's glasses right? Like, yeah. it's just everything we do, Every the purpose, the intent behind everything we do would shift. Like, the intention in which I went into today with was, Lord, um, what do you want us to see? Why are we here? What are we doing? Who are we meeting? Like, why are, as his servant, why are you bringing us to this location? You know what I mean? As opposed to, Oh, what am I going to get out of this? Or what, you know what I mean? It's, it's a completely different focus when you try to see the world through his lens rather than your own. living in the spirit rather than living in the flesh.
0: Just to explain, we were asked, we were invited to go to a movie uh, property. Right. Um, Well, what's being used as a movie property in a very unusual place in Paris, not Paris, France, but Paris, California. Wasn't an easy
1: journey. (laughs)
0: That's not an easy journey. No, it was not. It wasn't. Everything about it. We had traffic. Yeah, we were a little bit late than what we had lost. Said. We got a little lost. Um, had you to had climb to... a fence. <laughs> <laughs> had to climb a hill after climbing the fence.
1: Yeah. Um, it was.
0: Yeah, meeting new people for the first time. You know, seeing one of them in person for the first time, and yeah, meeting other people for the first time. So I just want to explain what you were talking about, and then why did you bring us to this place? Right, it was out on a dirt road. Into dirt and rocks, right? It used to be a meth lab.
1: It used to be a meth lab <laughs> that has meth labs all around yeah. it.
0: And you wonder, but it was a it was a divine appointment. It was uh, definitely
1: a well. Um, when we're filled with Jesus, every appointment is yeah. a divine appointment because you we are the royal priesthood. All of us, not just us. I'm talking all of us. We are the royal priesthood. If God takes us to a location, if we wake up, because uh, you were very intentional today about. Saying, "Let's pray over the day today," and so when we when we move in that in that spirit, then everywhere we go, He took us, Mm -hmm. as opposed to, "Hey, how do you want to have a good time today? Where do you want to go?" Like you have no, you really have no idea what you walk into Mm -hmm. in that situation. But when you walk in the spirit, you go where God sends you. You know what I mean? And and you want to see things through His eyes, like. So a couple of times I prayed. I prayed over the land. I prayed over the people there. Um, As soon as he told me there was a lot of uh, drug paraphernalia being made in the properties around the place, I prayed over that um, for that to stop. But, you know, it's just you it's not just about are we going to film something there? It's about all the other things that God may be trying to do through us at that place, not because we're so great, but because we showed up.
0: And then, and then, just added that I have actually two things I want to talk about. What you had to say earlier, but add to our day to day, is that quite often the things that, that were thrown at us could make people angry and yeah. kind of like I, I'm out of here. I'm you're, not only did I have to sit in traffic, but now I have to walk through this dirt pool, right? With
1: <laughs> and the cell phones didn't work. The which cell me Panic work, a little bit. Right? But
0: then the then the gates locked, or at least where you think it's locked, and then having a hop a hop a fence. What? <laughs> <laughs> right, everything was like at, at some point that could pile up. You yeah, you'd be like, "Peace yeah, out." I mean, not even it was it was definitely something that uh, God has um, has put in this. Yes, to make things like that uh, part of the adventure.
1: Yes, part of
0: God's adventure. Absolutely. So, I want to talk about uh, two. There's two things before I forget them. Um, one, which is interesting, is what, kind of what you talked about how what we we're supposed to do as far as a Christian in this world. Um, Matthew Cork, who is the, the pastor for Friends Church, Yerba Linda, that we go to on Saturday nights now, um, had, a, had a really good message on, on marriage. Yes. And the the main crux was that we, as a partner in this marriage, me as a husband, you as the, the wife, need to make sure that we do what we can to um, not exude, but you know, show the partner what we look like with God in us. Right. As Christians. Right. And not as Andy looks to you. <laughs> and Andy wants to, you know, be a... But how Christian. we reflect Christ. How we reflect Christ. And it's that same thing in a marriage. Yes. And it, and it, it, it just seems so simple, but it does seem like, well, that makes total sense. Yes. To... Uh, and, but
1: not so easily done.
0: No. I mean, talking, they had another couple that came up. They used to be the lead pastor for uh, Rock Harbor, which is right down the road. Um, and they look wow. exactly like they're from Rock Harbor. Just, trust me. Um, just surfer looking people. Oh, really? Yeah, is that?
1: Is it like yeah. a hippie church? Yeah. It's so funny
0: Because <laughs> then they said, oh, yeah, of course, that's what they look like. Um, but uh, they talked, you know, it was kind of, it was nauseating because yeah. it's such a perfect marriage. They've never fought.
1: They don't ever ever I, fight twenty-five ever fight. years. Yes, but
0: but just to the, the main point was that doing things for the spouse out of self selflessness and not to expect, you know, don't keep track, don't expect,
1: and just continue to do that. And it won't be easy. Yeah, it's not um, easy. <laughs> I'm not even gonna pretend. I'm not even gonna pretend. I am like I'm love is transactional. So that's just God doing a work in me. I am a work in progress folks.
0: <laughs> but what I was going to say, just to putting these two things together is if we could learn to do this for our marriage, is it easier to try to do it for the world? Or is it easier to, for us to do it for our marriage?
1: Well, you have to be done both, right? I mean, the home supposed to be the first ministry. It <laughs> should be easier for somebody you love than a complete stranger. That's why, but no. does that work? Does it work that way? I don't know. <clears throat> but I feel honestly, um, at least through this week, doing things has been easier. It's, mm-hmm. it, it, he does it. And he, and, and, uh, Matt said that, uh, the guests said that I can't remember his name, mm-hmm. but he said, you can't do it in your own strength. You've got to be filled with the spirit and then be of service because in our own strength, we're, we're keeping score mm-hmm. and we're tired and we're annoyed. You know,
0: and, and the, a marriage like the the couple that was up there. And I'm sorry, I can't remember their name either. Uh, They're now he is at least now the the chief executive pastor.
1: Yeah, uh, interim executive pastor. Executive pastor for Friends Church now.
0: Uh, you're Belinda, um, but that couple. It's easy when the other spouse is doing the same thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking all the pair like the like the two ladies in front of us who are probably married. I see them like looking at each other like what (laughs) Uh, to that jerk what I'm gonna give selflessly and not count and not pay attention the guy I'm lucky the guy gets up off the couch
1: (laughs) it's like you want to take a blood oath and be like okay I'll do that if you do that but you gotta go you gotta do 100% you go go first
0: (laughs) you go first and I cross it any fingers behind your back like, did you think that at all?
1: Did oh, yeah. Whole, I told you I'm a work in progress. I was like, what? Are you kidding? She said, and they were both like so sincere. They're like, you have to give 100%. Yes. You have to be willing to serve your spouse 100%. And I was like, how about a cool 70%? Hey. 70, I mean, do you know what it 75 means? 75 at least. Do you know what it means to serve 100%?
0: Yes, I do it all the time. <laughs> I know exactly what it means. What? I know
1: exactly. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. 110. Really? Okay. 110%. Okay, folks. That's so uh, what? That's so unself aware <laughs> if you think you serve 100% of the time. <laughs> I at least have the humility to admit that I absolutely do not serve 100% of the time. So there you have it, folks. <laughs> Who do you believe?
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, I, it's just and I I really I'm not putting down the couple at all because they they they're fantastic. Uh, they really are. Um but <laughs> but it's like I'm listening to them and I'm just like wondering like
1: I want to get a camera yeah. <laughs> want to see that in action i want to <laughs> hit in camera they look happy and they're older they're older than they look much older than they Right. Were. i did
0: not expect for him to say that he was in his at least 50s mid 50s yeah at least, if, if we go by the math of how long he was at i mean it simple Harvard he said he no and he said
1: um i wasn't married to my i was 30 and he's oh, yeah, been that, married 25 years yeah
0: yeah, in 25 years so yeah 50, at least 55
1: so they got the light of the lord on them for sure yeah well But yeah, I don't know about you folks, but (laughs) (laughs) he committed and he was reading from uh, first Peter two, the commandments for wives and husbands. And he's like, basically, you have to serve each other. He's like, he, uh, uh, Matt Cork was asking him, if you wanted to give people practical steps, what's the first step you would give them? And that's what he said. He said, you have to commit and ask the Lord to show you every day how you can serve your spouse 100%. So let's just do one day. I make the bed every morning. Oh, that's serving hundred percent. That's well, one that, act.
0: Yes, that's the first of many.
1: Yeah. Oh my god.
0: Oh, you almost choke on it. <laughs> what? You
1: almost choke?
0: Carl knows. Carl's with me. He's all in. Oh goodness you gets hundred percent too. Uh
1: huh.
0: Both. It's like two hundred twenty percent between the two of us. <laughs> Okay, that's one. The other one uh, that I want to ask you about, because uh, we've talked about this before, or it may have been Pastor Jack over at Calvary Chapel, uh, Chino Hills that said it. But when you were talking about when uh, Zara, your daughter, our daughter, asked, um, you know, how many days is that? that She's not a church. <laughs> there, There is that that Thought that you need to be at church all the time, doing something, volunteering, and being there all the time, where, where in fact it can actually be, become a negative. Right. So where, where do you think? And not that it's been a negative at all. This is our life. I mean, this is what we do. This is what's happening now. Um, one of those things we're going to do together. You just had to do it by yourself last week. But where, where, how do we navigate that to make sure that the church, the church, doesn't become something more than uh then the ministry well, to our
1: home yeah absolutely yeah. well to be fair i was at a bible study <laughs> and i was at two bible studies so it wasn't technically at church but i um for myself i felt like i had swung so far the opposite direction where mm-hmm. i wasn't doing enough and i had made this somewhat promise to myself that it was because We had too many kids. There was too much going on. Our marriage was new. I was going to work on my own ministry. And that didn't, that didn't, that did not accomplish what I was supposed to be accomplishing. Because as I told you, I feel, I I strongly feel the challenge we're facing now is a chastisement from the Mm -hmm. Lord. And so when I prayed and when I hear him, he's like, seek me first, I will fix the rear. And so, and he told me, you forgot your first love. I told you this was your responsibility. I told you this was how I wanted you to grow. I told you that I'd been hearing him for months tell me we needed friends. We needed church-going friends. We ignored it. <clears throat> we planned things. We didn't do them. He told me, read more, read more. And so I've committed to certain things that are fulfilling the things he's been telling me for months to do that I didn't do. So it's not that I want to spend every day at the church, like, you know, working in the daycare center and you know what I mean? It's just things that I really believe uh, that I've been called to do. And in this Bible study that you missed for you were at a work uh, trip is we were reading through First Corinthians 12, which was about your gifts that God gives you are for others. And I've been hoarding my gifts. And it really spoke to me because everybody else in the room was talking the same thing. Like, it's so hard when you're in ministry to be like, okay, I'm supposed to give this out. And then the Lord will send for me, give out the Lord will send for me. And I had gotten to this point where I was like, oh no, I'm going to hold all my gifts for myself. Mm. And that backfired. And that's because that's not the Lord's formula.
0: You don't get a crown by paying it with the things that you've held back Get
1: right and you get rejuvenated and you get energized by the spirit right. and you get filled and you you find things work better um and life becomes more joyful when you are using your gifts for the kingdom not using your gifts for yourself nice yeah, good we'll see
0: Ken friend says this week is our anniversary 47 years how oh, easy
1: you know, and I had this very sad thought. There was people in the church i had been married over 50 years, and I thought to myself, we will never be married that long. Yes, we
0: You said have to stay alive.
1: <laughs> just a cool 110. Easy.
0: yes. Easy. <laughs> he says, you two are so funny.
1: Oh, thank you. That's what Susan told me today, too. She's like, wow, you guys are a riot. She's like you and your dry sense of humor where you look at him and say you, she she recounted a story where you said, "Oh my god, there's going to be some great speakers on Monday night." And I looked over to you very dryly and said, "Who, you?" <laughs> I was like, oh, "One of my better moments." <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Yes. 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 I'm going
0: to give 110% like I do in my marriage. Every day. Is it every day.
1: No, but seriously, do you believe that? <laughs> I just want to know in front of our friends. In front of our I friends.
0: I do believe that I am far more. <laughs> you look at me like, God, I, a... I can't believe what he's just about you ready, ready to say. No, no. no. I... I'm, I'm far less selfish than I think I have been most of my life.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> no, I mean, no doubt that you're-, I'm, I'm, you're I'm used to b-
0: picking up uh, and, and doing stuff constantly. So I don't know. I mean, that's just normally
1: but, how long but, I've been but, doing but, it now. But since but when you since my daughter his, was 20, was born. So for 26 years. when you hear years. his words, you're like, I am, did you, did yeah, you say to born. yourself, I give 100% to her. I know, I, I don't have to worry about this. Is
0: that would no, be like for real?
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my goodness. I was like, wow, that's because when <laughs> I heard him, I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> like Mark says, oh, hundred percent. Are you kidding? I get mad every time I empty the dishwasher. <laughs> I tell you folks, I am a work in progress. <laughs> There's no faking it over here. I am very self-aware. I'm a wretched sinner saved by grace. <laughs> so I'm not, not going to oh, pretend. Stop.
0: Oh, stop. We got to get to the scripture. I have so many other things I want to say, but I'm, I'm going to hold back. Um, let's go to Ephesians, which is the scripture reading for today. Uh, 3, 14 through 21.
1: Oh, for this reason, I bow my knees to the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through spirit, in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width, the length, the depth, the height, to know the love of Christ, which passes all knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now, to him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly all that we should ask or imagine, according to the power that works in us, to him be the glory the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. 2 Timothy 2, 20 to 21. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. This is such a, is such a great um example because he's saying like vessels. So you could use. um Don't ask me why this one came to my mind, but you could use bowls and plates in your house mm. to make a bong to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> or it's
0: a toilet paper roll and some tin.
1: Oh, yeah, or just serve food to guests. Or friends that are hungry and that are hurting. And he's, mm-hmm. so he's like, if you, cl- you can use some <laughs> oh vessels gosh. for honor or dishonor. So which do you choose? If you cleanse yourself from using your vessel, which is our, our own vessel too, mm-hmm. for dishonor, you will be sanctified and useful for the master. But if your vessel, your skins are all filled with uh, debauchery, then mm-hmm. what good are you to the Lord? How does he, how does he work through you? When you're constantly um, grieving the Holy Spirit with negative behavior, and that could be a bad temper. It's not just intoxicants, but it's intoxicants, fornication, adultery, bad behavior, bad temper, whatever it may be. Like, how can the Lord use you if you're not an honored vessel? If you're not a, bomb. a bong. If you're not a bomb? A bomb. A bomb. <laughs> I, I don't know why that one came to me. For if you live according to the flesh you will die, but if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live.
0: Some good stuff today. Yep. Amen and amen, amen. says amen. Peggy. That's awesome. Um there was one other thing let's see if I can recover what it was but uh, just one last little bit here.
1: Um I'll, while you look for that, I'm going to mention this great yes. quote that Matt had. He's oh. like, "Marriage is not designed to make you happy, but to make you holy." I love that quote. Now to some of you, that may sound depressing, but <laughs> it, it is I mean, it, he was saying this, like, it's not a biblical concept to get married to have somebody complete you. You God completes you. Your I, your first love, is Jesus. Your spouse walks alongside you. You honor them, uh, but he's not meant to complete you and he's not meant to make you happy. You are supposed to be happy in your relationship with Christ and thereby you serve your spouse and thereby you grow together in the Lord. Nowhere in that equation does it talk about happiness. <laughs> <laughs> when you think about it, Great. it's not about, it's, I mean, you're hoping that you have the joy of the Lord as a consequence. But that formula, nowhere in that formula does it talk about happiness. Right. God help us, Peggy said. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, what were the other, there were like three other sayings from tonight's message that were awesome. That, that is definitely one of my favorites.
1: Uh, love isn't finding each other but looking in the same direction. Yes. Right. And I think the first one I mentioned already, but oh, this is from Chuck Swindoll. Submission, because First Peter 2 talks about a wife's submission to his husband, her husband. Submission is a mark of security. It's not some spineless cringing based on insecurity and fear. It is a voluntary unselfishness, a willing and cooperative spirit that seeks the highest good for one's husband. And then um, Warren Worsby says, the idea of submission doesn't have anything to do with someone being smarter or better or more talented. It has to do with a God-appointed order. Anyone who serves in the armed forces knows that rank has everything to do with order and authority and not with value or ability. So not saying the husband's a crappy, but it's just saying saying there is a blessing of the Lord that comes when you follow order, when there's an order to the marriage and when there's an order to the relationship. I like that. You like
0: that? Yeah. (laughs) Happy. You, were, you were the one talking about a bong, and it wasn't me. All right. Uh, no, so I wanted to make sure and, uh, and, and call out to what is happening today in our world. Uh, and that's uh, it's a paragraph, the first paragraph that ends in, This proclamation is accompanied by all the power of God, which must move satanic power and disturb the world. This, the next sentence in the next paragraph says, The reason the world is not seeing Jesus is that Christian people are
1: not filled with Jesus. Oh, the room should shift. When you walk in, the energy in a room has to shift. This
0: speaks to exactly what, I mean, you can look at the countries that are struggling right now, how um, how they just lack the people that are filled with Jesus, are not filled with Jesus.
1: Our own country. For Our some own goodness. country.
0: Um, Canada. You see what's happening in Canada with all the shenanigans going on with the um, uh, prime minister and taking people's money, closing down their bank accounts. just uh, yeah. just, it's, um, it's getting a little worrisome.
1: Yes, <clears throat> and just like we did that, uh, I love that uh, Tucker was calling our attention to the fact that we have all these sanctions against um, the Russians, but we're also seizing and freezing the bank accounts of the oligarchs, his supporters, some of whom were in the United States, the presidents of the United States, and Tucker's saying, wait a minute, folks, How do you feel about the government using its power to freeze money and accounts of people that are just tangentially associated? Now we all say, Oh, okay, let's, let's cripple the Russians. But you know, when you turn around and we're public enemy number one and your bank accounts frozen, you don't actually like that, that (laughs) government's overreach. And I, and that especially hits home for me because as I've often said, I helped design some of the counterterrorism programs that are now being used against my own community of believers. So we thought those were only gonna be used against Muslim terrorists Mm -hmm. and lo and behold, they're um, facially neutral systems that can now be used against anybody in the United States, which is extremely alarming. So we shouldn't allow government overreach for our enemies because before you know it, they're gonna be used against yourself. Absolutely.
0: It's the reason I testify in court cases as a police officer. It's unheard of for police officers to testify for a defendant. Well, I do because of that very reason. Do I like it? Do I like the people that I'm working for? Usually not. No, no. Do I want them to pick me up at the airport? Never. (laughs) Um, But it is the reason I I look at these cases is for that very reason is the The government doing the right thing. It's the integrity. And I think it's the best thing we can do as law enforcement officers is We'll look at what we're doing and make sure that it's within um, you know the, within the law but also morally right
1: right maintaining the integrity of the system yeah. when the system breaks down when people start to have subjective opinions on how you use that system yeah um we've got problems yeah
0: that's okay as long as it's against you <laughs> right. yeah just don't do it against me right that never works out
1: never works out that way nope.
0: all right anything else my love i think that's it Carl says, miss me at the lacrosse field today. Oh yes. You, it was uh, at Christian. I Olu. Yes. Oh, dang it. Well, we had to go to this other thing. I know my son wasn't very, you know, he wasn't happy that I missed either, but we had, the, we had this prior uh, appointment yes. that we had to do. And I wish I would have seen you there, Carl. That would have been awesome. Um, I don't even know who won yet. Don't tell me because I'm waiting for my son to tell me what happened in the game. Um, anything else, my love? That was an awesome devotional today.
1: Oh, thank you. I know. I, I just really it's like the discussion.
0: <laughs> wow. Well. I love today's message. <laughs>
1: um,
0: um, no, I really love the discussion. The, the kind of the, it, you know, what I love most, and this is one of the things that I'll share with you guys that I selfishly love about doing these devotionals with Hedia is that um, I've never had a partner in this faith that after we listen to a message, we can then discuss the message because I need, personally, I need to have another discussion for it to sink in.
1: Yeah, it's the uh, debrief.
0: The debrief. We're both used to debrief. debrief after a message with you on the way home. After or action report. Yes. It just kind of it, it helped. And then we talked through it. How, is, how do we apply this to our life? So I know that you guys probably don't have a devotional or a podcast you do every day, but I think that's the, the one thing that if something were to happen... You know that we didn't have the devotional in the, the podcast. That uh, we've talked about it too. Is that we we still must do it. We still must go through. Amen. Uh, the devotional, or you know, after a message at whatever five churches we're going to, um, talk about it and do a little bit of debrief. It's 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 awesome. You're bringing a perspective that I never would have got
1: uh, if,
0: if you weren't. Uh,
1: Thank you, you, know, you.
0: Bringing it up, just Jan. <gasps>
1: Chuck Swindoll married us. He told us in premarital counseling that he would haunt us until the day we died. If we ever got divorced, he scared us real good. <laughs> Chuck Swindoll, a legend, Jan. Oh goodness. That must be such a blessing. Oh, that's awesome.
0: And Peggy says, may the Lord bless you both.
1: Thank you. And you as well to all of you. May the Lord continue to bless your marriages in your home, your children. And I, I, I love this. Uh, constant theme that another one of our pastors, Mark Driscoll often mentions that we need to think of our families and our children as our legacy. And that um, to consider that we're raising them and rearing them in a way that we hope that we're passing on generational blessings. And um, so we pray that for all of you guys as well. (laughs) I walk (laughs) alongside him. (laughs) All right. So we have this
0: uh, app.
1: Yes, it is amazing. It's called the Edify Podcast Network. Please check it out. Subscribe if you can. doesn't matter if you listen to it or not. It's entirely free. Please, you'd be doing us a great blessing.
0: This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. That's the signal next time. Okay, I get the signal. I was off a little bit. All right, my friends, we love you guys. God bless.
1: God bless. Have a wonderful evening and we'll see you tomorrow.
0: All right, do you want me to carry you up the stairs to bed?
1: Why? Because I'm so tired? Well, no, I just want to serve,
0: serve you. <laughs> if you jump on my back. Give
1: it a... Remember that video? <laughs> we were watching a video of a Ukrainian couple where the, the woman was on the man's back and I looked at it and I was like, would you do that? Would you carry me 20 miles on your back? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You said yes, but you were just hoping I didn't eat too many pancakes.
0: <laughs> Love you guys. God bless. You.
1: Bye.